What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Bachelors in the City. Bachelors in the City. Pete, what's up, man? How, uh, I got a question for you. What's that? I mean, how does it feel to be a published author? That's insane. Congratulations. Your book is officially out. Congrats. Thank you. It's amazing. Thank Everyone you, thank listening, it sounds like a perfect uh, Christmas gift for the holidays. Holiday no, gift. yeah, I uh, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. It feels uh, it's very surreal. I never never would have thought truly that I ever would have been yeah published author and just to be able to do it, you know, for the demographic that I did. So like a children's book, um, it just, it was a, a really rewarding experience for me. You know, I've been working on this for the last year and a half or so. And just the whole process has been an absolute joy. Um, just being able to walk down, you know, take a walk down memory lane again. And, um, you know, the book, it's it's about my, uh, my first love, right? And being able to share that with the world, obviously people know, you know, what it is flying, but I go into detail of how it all became a thing. And, you know, all the all the trials I kind of went through. And, um, you know, it's, it's cool to bring in so many people that were so many, that were so influential to me from a very young age and bring them all into the book and tell that story as well. Uh, it's been super, super cool. So excited to, uh, to share it with the world. Uh, if you want to order the book, uh, we added it to the link tree here on our bachelors in the city podcast, Instagram. I have the link up on my personal Instagram, Pilot Pete, and um, you know the website is theadventuresofpilotpete.com. So, yeah, I think it'd be a, a great stocking stuffer there. And um, more than anything, though, I just am excited to share my story, and I hope you guys uh, truly enjoy it as much as I enjoyed writing it. It's a great book. It's a great book. Like the colors in there, the pictures, the storyline. It's uh, it's honestly the only book I could read. So it's it's really great. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> I wrote it just for you, man. Yeah. Thanks, man. I think a lot of kids are gonna like it. I think it's gonna inspire a lot of kids to uh, um, chase your dreams, dreams, and um, go on adventures. Absolutely. Well, I'm stoked. Uh, listen, though, we got we got two other bachelors in the city. I think uh, I think we need to introduce. It's finally time, overdue. Um, for us Overdue. to introduce everyone too. So I think uh, I think we just got to bring on the uh, the J squareds, the J squareds, the J squareds, <laughs> the two Justin. You guys have you guys have seen them all over our social media. Um, you've seen them. We're always out with them. So it's time for you guys to uh, we finally do a a formal introduction. It's about to get crazy, guys. I um we we go into a lot of a lot of detail, a lot of stories. Um, it's uh, it may be a little much for some people, just forewarning. But we were real, and and what's super cool is I think you guys are going to see why we are best friends, and uh, we're the two guys. You're going to love them. Uh, you're going to see why we are we're so close to them, and I'm very blessed to have them as uh, as some really great friends here in the city. So I'm excited to introduce them, Justin and Justin. All right, let's get into it. The Rat Pack is back. The Rat Pack is on the pod the today. The romance, the Rat Pack, everyone that's been following us and seeing these, as Gio would say, jabronis. Straight up jabronis. Straight up jabronis. We got two <laughs> we, jabronis with us today. Guys, we are we are super stoked to uh, to have our boys, the Justins, J Squared, if you will, Gio, JD. They uh. They make up the 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 the, the other two to our, our group of four, if you will. Call four. Call four. Always four. <laughs> call four. Always call four. Call four. <laughs> Man, say what's up, what's guys. What's up, guys? Say, say what's up to our <laughs> listeners. What's up being bashful? Hi. Hello. How are you? Nice to have you on the sign. How about we do an introduction? So, um, Gio, go first. Tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from and what do you do? What's up, guys? Uh, I'm Justin, the original Justin, just so everybody's clear about that. The OG Justin. I'm a New York City firefighter. I'm from New York uh, basically my entire life. I went to high school in Jersey, but for the most part, I spent uh, the rest of my life in the, in the city. So, hi. <laughs> hey, guys. I'm Justin as well. Uh, Justin 2.0, the, the new and improved, as Gio, uh, Gio loves to tell people. Don't take uh, those liberties there. <laughs> Don't take such liberties, pal. <laughs> uh, I grew up in Westchester County. Uh, I met these guys in a, in a flag football league, actually, and uh, haven't been able to get rid of them since. Yeah, they're all they're stuck with us. Yeah, let, let's tell that story of how we all met, real quick. Yeah, go ahead, Pete. You get into it. 
Yeah. So I, I move in and uh, this is actually pre before Dustin actually even moved in to become my roommate. And, um, so I'm in, you know, the elevator, you know, I have a lot of boxes that I'd shipped to the apartment just for stuff I needed when I first moved in. So I'm just taking care of stuff, you know, the first couple of days and I'm in the elevator going up and I have like, you know, I'm carrying these two boxes and I have a bunch of envelopes on the top. And it, I, I tell everyone this, this would have been, <laughs> if we were gay, this would have been the perfect romance story <laughs> for like how two people could have, could have met. And, um, so I'm there and we're in the elevator. We're not talking. And my, my uh, envelopes, they fall off and uh, we kind of make eye contact. And this is Geo <laughs> and Geo <laughs> graciously, <laughs> graciously, he has his dog Tuka and uh, he goes and he picks him up, he puts him on the box. I'm like, thanks, man. That's really nice. You appreciate it. And uh, I introduce myself and we start talking and, uh, you know, I'm trying to make friends. I don't know anyone in the building yet. So uh, we uh, we're, we're chatting and he's like, Hey man, you play basketball. I don't play basketball guys. I suck at basketball. Um, but of course I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah, I can ball for sure. Um, just to, you know, try to make some friends and meet new people. And so he's like, all right, cool. We have a, a league going on every Saturday. Uh, let me get your number and uh, I'll put you in the, uh, the WhatsApp group text. I'm like, perfect. So I never hear from the guy. He, um, we get out, we go our separate ways. And uh, it's like a week, two weeks later, never heard from the guy. I'm like, wow, that, that sucks. Like, off to a great start making friends here. And um, end up finding out that he actually had texted me, but he texted the wrong Pete because he had another Pete in the phone and then realized it after the fact. And so then when he realized that he invited me and I actually kind of balled out that game. I'm not going to lie. I had some crazy luck on my side. Um, but that was the, uh, <laughs> I, I, I did. I'm not going to lie. And so that's how Gio and I met. And then uh, Gio, you have anything to add to that? <laughs> so that's like the that's like the official version, right? That that's like the cookie cutter version of it, right? I have a much different version of how it went. I saw this guy walk in. <laughs> oh, okay. right. He's standing there. He has like maybe twenty boxes piled high, right? And somebody like one of the doormen puts the the, the envelopes neatly on top of his boxes. That I just know it's just gonna go. This is just gonna go sideways. We walk into the elevator with my pup. I don't say a word to him. All of a sudden, the envelopes fall on the floor. I look at him, he looks at me, and I guess, well, I guess I'm going to be that jerk-off that has to go pick up the, uh, the envelope uh, off the floor. <laughs> so I pick it up, I place it on top. He goes, thanks, uh, I'm Pete. I go, oh, did you just move in? He goes, yeah. I go, welcome. And not, not even thinking anything else about the situation, I walk right out of the elevator, and then I'm like, wait, I think we need another guy for the basketball team. So I shove my arm into the elevator as the door's closed, and I go, hey, do you play basketball? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I go, all right, just, uh, you know, give me a number. I'll, uh, I'll add you to the group text. So I added him to the group text, add him to my phone. And he is right about the situation, though. I did text the wrong Pete. Didn't think anything of it. A couple of days later, I was, I was studying for, uh, for the LSAT. One of my buddies texted me who used to live in the building. He was like, hey, if you see this guy in the building, make sure you give him a hard time. He was on The Bachelor. And it, it shows me a picture. It says, Pilot Peter The Bachelor moves to New York City. I go, ah, ha, ha, sure. And I don't think anything of it. <laughs> and a couple minutes later, I go, Pilot Pete, Peter Summit. Pilot Pete, <laughs> Peter Summit. And I put two and two together, and I realized I met this jabroni in the elevator. Didn't know who he was. But, jabroni. Uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's the real story <laughs> that, on that, my end. Yo, that's how the friend, okay. This is like a true fucking rom-com, how you guys are describing this. I put the ar my, my arm in there, stopped the elevator. You guys are just- I you told you, are, I, it's a I literally story. tell everyone, I'm like, yeah, it, it's kind of funny how the whole story went. And now they argue like a married couple on a regular basis, so it fits perfectly. It fit perfectly. You know what? Yeah, that, that's true. We'll get to some uh, some little arguments, some little bets, some fun little bets in, the, yeah. in a we'll little bit here. Story. But uh, finish, JD. Finish the story, though. We So you oh. guys met. I was introduced to him as well. I think I ran into him once in the um, gym. In the gym, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gym. And then we went and played football. Okay, yeah, so... so at around the same time that I, you know, this whole uh, rom-com happened, I was playing on this garbage team, flag football team, and the only other person on the team that I got along with was JD. And he lived close to me, so I picked him up a couple times to, t to take him to the game. It was freezing cold. It was just a miserable season. We didn't win in a game the entire season, and we were actually pretty talented. Like, we had some people on the team that could play, but it was just a garbage team. So all of a sudden, when these two, you know, these two hulking bachelors show up. We, uh, I said, hey, come, come to the game. I could really use the extra help. Like, you know, the team's a mess. So I brought them to the game. And of course, like, Peter's like, comes into the game and instantly he's like, ball, ball, give me the ball, ball, you know? And he's not realizing that all these people paid for this flag football team and he wasn't going to get the ball. 
So after after like a couple, like maybe you know, a couple games, they realize, oh, oh my God, this is Pete from The Bachelor. So everybody starts flocking him and and they really swarm him and but whatever. JD was cool about it. JD was like, oh, like you guys are cool. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Out of everybody here, just talk to JD because he's he's actually a nice guy. Well, so that's really how I'd it went like down. to interject. I remember you brought them over, and I'm like, oh, this is. This is, I, I, don't, I don't know who they were. Like, they're two tall, good-looking guys, but just like they're two <laughs> Thanks, regular hey, tall, hey. It's not, you know, you don't, you don't come across guys like them very often. <laughs> Making us bust. That's what they are. Oh, yeah, let me give a full disclaimer. I know I might be sitting here giving, like, little jokes here and there, but Dustin and Pete are, like, the two most genuine dudes I have met, like, ever. And JD, to that matter. But I'm just saying, yeah. like, dudes that you would think, like, are on, you know, oh, they're on TV, like, they're famous. Like, no, 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 no. I wouldn't hang out with them if they were like, you know, had their fucking nose up in the air. Excuse my language. I wouldn't hang out with them if they were douchebags. So, <laughs> yeah. So Appreciate that, guys. We played the whole game. Yeah, that's I very sweet, I, man. Thank you. I thought there were, I, again, no idea. And then after the game, I'll never forget this. One of the girls on our team it takes a picture with Pete. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, she just met him. I mean, yeah, he's, he's handsome. That's <laughs> a little strange. So I turned to Gio. I'm like, why? Why did that girl take a picture with him? And she's, he's, oh, he, he has this look. He goes, that's Pilot Pete. I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. He's a pilot. So, <laughs> like, but I, I still don't get it. And then, and then I like, looked him up like, oh, okay. I, I, that now it's clicking. I didn't even have Instagram on the time. Yeah, so that's right. It. JD yeah. didn't have Instagram. We had to get him an Instagram. This yeah. is like what? In the last, right when we met pretty much. Like maybe like a month or two after. Yeah. yeah so I was, I was off one. the grid. Yeah, I was roped into the, the social media culture by these guys. Yeah, it's good. Going good so far. So... Back until after the football game, Gio sets up a dinner for all of us. This was like probably after one of the. It was like the after the last that, game. The, 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 last the game? night after the first game. Is the night after they met? The yes. first game or the last game? I don't even remember. It was one of them. So he he gets us all together, and I think JD has a funny story of how this. He JD was oh, so yeah, confused yeah, yeah, yeah. on why. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't really talk to anyone that much, and then the next day I get a, a reservation text with, with these three guys. <laughs> With no explanation. It's literally just time, place, and the and that was it. And I just texted, hey, guys, you sent this to the wrong guy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mean to send this to me. So, so Gio is always like, Gio like is like, he takes the lead, on, especially like in the beginning. Like we, you know, Dustin and I didn't know anything about the city, but Gio knows every restaurant in the city, every nook and cranny, all the good spots to go to. So he would be the one. He'd be making these reservations, super on top of it, super organized, sends out all the invites to us. We know exactly when, where. You know, what's going down? We went on dinners like probably three times a week when we first yeah. started yeah. Uh, hanging out. Yeah, it was, it was, it was exciting. We wanted to go explore the city and, and, and then we were, it was like our group, it kind of just it was very natural. It was, it, was, it was organic. It was very organic. And like, it, like we just, yeah, we all got dinner one night and then that kind of like really, I think, solidified like, all right, we all get along really well. And we just became really, really good friends moving on, you know, from that point on, I think. It's like no red flags, you know? Like everybody's talking about red flags nowadays. You know, there was no red flags in the bromance, so was, we were good to go. None the in the bromance, <laughs> but there's red flags. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in the bromance. Our red flags uh, cancel each other oh, out. We all, we all balance each other very so, well. Yeah. The, be the best part about the reservations, though, is, is, is Gio. He would, he, his, his reservation name would always come under <laughs> Basic Gio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we'd show up. At the restaurant, and it would we give him so much shit. It was the funniest thing. Be like, ba why basic Geo? Why why is your reservation name under basic? Like not Justin Giolonzo, basic Geo. Well, come to find out that uh, Geo here is a very very talented DJ, and basic Geo is actually his DJ name. So we uh, we had all our reservations under that name for the longest time. We still do, I think, when we go out, right? We do. It's just to make us, you know, we're a big deal. Everybody should know. It's not just a name, first name, last name. So it's just throwing it out there. If you guys looking for, look up Basic Geo. He's an up and coming artist. You guys are going to love his stuff. Thanks for the plug. Okay. Time goes on. We become best friends. We're having a great time in New York. Let's fast forward to this marathon talk real quick. Let's just talk about this bet um, that a lot of people don't know about. They might have heard of <laughs> it. I would, I would love to talk about this bet. Let's talk about this bet. The ultimate, the okay. ultimate retribution, huh, Pete? Ah, piece of shit. Yeah, twist my arm. I mean, if we have to, I guess I will talk about it. So guys, we have this bet, and I think we spoke a little bit about this, but now we actually have the man, the myth, the legend in our presence, Gio, to uh, talk with live on the air. No one thought, listen, Gio and I 
we are, we're in good shape, decent shape. Not like JD is a Spartan God, right? He is probably the most fit person I've ever met. Dustin is extremely athletic and in great shape as well. Great endurance runs, does a run club with JD all the time. Gio and I, on the other hand, not quite to that level. Average Joe's, if you will. Average Joe's. And um, hey, you I know take what? That it is power, what it is. Right? Oh, you guys are, you guys are way better than average Joe's. <laughs> Come on, give yourself better credit. Speak for yourself, Pete. All right. Well, no. maybe a little, listen, we weren't, we're not marathoners, put it that way. We're not like, yeah, let's go kill a 26.2 mile marathon. That, that's not us. And so with that being said, the two of us wanted to have a little fun with this. We're extremely competitive. We give each other a lot of shit. And uh, we're like, let's put a bet on this. And we put a bet on it. And I guarantee you every single, I was the only person in our group that had any confidence in myself winning this bet. I would like to say, I'm not sure about that confidence is the night before you were trying to back out of the bet <laughs> well, and you tried spinning did. it as a, come on, let's make it a nice thing. But I could see the fear in your I eyes. I think you guys, you guys got into my head so much because no one believed in me. I started started <laughs> believing what you guys are believing. in you, bro. No fair. one believes anybody that doesn't train, but... Yeah, you did try to get out of it, but that was JD. JD didn't like yeah, how I did. JD's the emotional one of us all, guys. He's he gets the. I am an emotional guy. Everyone in this group has seen me cry multiple times. <laughs> I'm happy to admit that. I just wear my emotions on my sleeve. I can't yes, you gotta it. love him for it. JD's like, guys, I don't like this. I don't like this betting stuff. The night before, it just felt hostile, and I wanted it to be a fun thing. So I'm like, come on, hostile. guys, let's have never. fun. I know, but it felt like it. It's, it's the loser would have had a. It would have been embarrassing, and I just wanted it to be fun. I wanted everyone to enjoy the day, and then yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys take it from here. No, I, I and I agreed with JD, and we're at we're at this uh, Tony's uh, Italian place trying to carb load the day before, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, like Gio, and I put my hand out, and this is Gio should have done this. He should have taken this handshake, and he didn't. <laughs> and he go, and I go, Gio, let's just have a good time. Let's the four of us go into this, not have this crazy bed, this embarrassing bed. Let's just enjoy our experience tomorrow. Be there for each other. I um, mean, you know, get through it together, and I'll not have to have this stress, you know, like looming over us. Gio didn't take the handshake. Gio said, "No, no, you jabroni." What was no. the what was the wager? Pete? <laughs> so the wager was uh, the loser has to wear a man thong of the other's choice. Uh, and trust me, Gio had fun with it and already ordered plenty of man thongs <laughs> on Amazon. True. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and was was continuing to show me and send me pictures and be like, do you like this one more? Do you like this one more? Like, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this one? And was just, thought he was so funny and kept ordering them, um, had them ready to go. And so the bet was, the loser had to wear this man thong on the next vacation that we do as a, as a boy's trip, whether if it's a water theme. So if there's a pool involved, or there's a beach, ocean, anything like that, that anytime for the whole vacation, anytime we were around the water at the pool or the ocean, that the loser had to wear nothing but that man thong the entire time. The entire, so I'm, I'm talking, if we're at, at in Vegas at a, a night swim, nightclub party, the entire night, the only thing they can wear is that man thong. Daytime in Tulum or whatnot on the beach is that man thong. And uh, it, was a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a big bet. And uh, I guess, Gio, I'll let you, I'll let you finish the story here of, of how the bet ended, who, who won the bet, who lost, and how the whole marathon ended. All right, well, Against my better judgment, uh, I decided to somewhat train for the marathon, and I was doing good. I had a couple good long runs, felt great, felt really confident, and then I stupidly went for one more long run, and I didn't listen to my body, and I wound up just tweaking my knee, like doing something to my knee didn't work out. This is about three weeks before the marathon, so I'm like, oh shit, like I need to like just chill out, not do any of my little like kickball leagues or volleyball leagues that I do. I can't run anymore. I'm just going to like rest up for the marathon and come to find out. They, I felt great the week before the marathon. Everything was good. Even the day before, had we run the marathon on Saturday, this would be a different podcast. I probably wouldn't be on to, to have to listen to this uh, nonsense. But anyway, the day of the marathon, <laughs> mm -hmm. I wake, my dog wakes me up and I turn around. Like I, I just feel my knee pop and I'm like, all right, well, today's not going to be a good day for Gio. Run the marathon, made it to about mile 10, stopped to take a leak, and I just couldn't start running again. <laughs> and luckily, there was like a medical tent right there, and I said, hey, you know, do you guys have BioFreeze? Can I have Advil, Tylenol? They gave me the tiniest Tylenol you've ever seen. It was like made for like a newborn baby, you know? And I'm a, you know, <laughs> I'm an adult here. I'm a I'm big boy, I'm you know? I'm a grown man. Give me, give me, they give me this Tylenol. I remember I didn't even have water, so I just like crunched it in my mouth and, and just swallowed it with my saliva. <laughs> I grind it on, and I'm watching Pete. I'm watching Pete, and I'm seeing how far he is from me. And eventually, 
he just he just stops moving in the Bronx. <laughs> he just stops moving. And I'm like, wow, okay, I have an opportunity here to like catch up to him. Cause oh sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. So we started out on the bridge. We were we were together until like mile six. And then I decided to like just stop and take like a like a, a water break for a minute. Cause I knew I was running my marathon, not Pete's marathon. I knew he was gonna hit a wall eventually. But like I said, at mile 10, I had that issue. So he had a little bit of a considerable lead on me, but I saw at like the 20th mile in the Bronx, Pete just died in the Bronx. And I, Pete, do you want to go into detail about that a little bit? And then I'll, I'll no, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, listen, I was feeling really good up through, uh, up through 13, halfway through. That's when I took my, I walked for the first time. And, um, that's the first time actually around that point is when I looked at my tracker because you could follow everyone and where everyone was. And that's when I saw the lead I had on geo. And that really, that helped me. That really boosted (laughs) me. That gave me, um, That really just like, I was like, holy shit, I'm going to do this. Like I was confident. And then I wavered a little bit sure towards the end, like the night before. But when I saw that lead, I'm like, holy shit. If I just keep going at a somewhat decent pace, there's no way he can catch up to this. And I was like, I was feeling really good. Well, then I get to like mile 19, you know, 20 approaching the Bronx there. And it was when my legs started to feel like they were glass and it was every step was they were shattering. And I just, I needed a stop. So I like, I had to go, A, I went to the bathroom. Um, it was the one time I, I, I went to the bathroom. So that's, you know, stopped me. And then I just sat down for a little bit, just trying to like, let myself not feel pain just for like a minute or two. And, you know, maybe it was like five minutes where I didn't move. And then finally I was like, all right, I got to keep going. And then I saw him start to creep up a little bit and I'm like, shit. And so I, it was, it was like, I, I kept watching it. Like I got like obsessive about it. And like, I kept seeing where he's at, what his split was at. And I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm doing the math in my head. Okay. How much do I have to move? Cause like, it was, it was, I was struggling. I was like crawling just to like, for a, a moment there through the Bronx. When I got back into Manhattan, I got a boost energy again and I, I finished strong. But that was the hardest part for me. And But I made it through and I conquered that that challenge with Gio. And uh, I ended up beating Gio. I got a time of 516. I think Gio got a time of what? It was five. 5.58. So, so basically, I was... I was I, the closest I came to you, uh, came to catching up to you, I was, I was maybe... It was like nine minutes away, like a mile behind you, like nine minutes away. I was a mile behind you. And then right when you picked up the pace is when I died. I died at mile 21. <laughs> Something popped in my knee. Like, I don't know, my, it must've been like a fluid sack. That's what Dr. Joe said. And uh, I I was done at that point. I had, <laughs> I had to drag my, you know, this, this body along with one leg. So he, he, We have videos of it. He literally was dragging his leg across the finish line. I'm so, gonna so, so guys, I, w- I want to hear, I want to get your input. Seriously, get, I want to get your input. I, you know, I finished the marathon. Gio finished the marathon. We get the notifications anytime one of our friends would finish. And uh, he meets us at the restaurant. We went to get uh, some Mexican food, go load up again on carbs in uh, the Upper West Side. And he comes in and I see him hobbling in, all that. And I'm like, you know what? And he tells me the story, what happened? And I'm like, I just, I feel, I feel bad. I don't know if it's right, if I should enforce this bet, if he truly had an injury that, you know, that hobbled him and whatnot, should I do it? So I told them, I said, listen, I'm not going to enforce, I'm not going to enforce the bet. You're good. We'll call it off. We'll call it off. Now, should I have done that? Or should I enforce this bet? (laughs) JD didn't want me to call it off. JD's JD's like, Hey, injuries. He's like, he's like, he wouldn't have done that for you. <laughs> I thought that I didn't want you to. I just told Gio, I, I asked you this. If the roles were reversed, be honest now. Would be you honest. have called off the bet? No, I wouldn't have called off the bet. I would have held you to it, Pete. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I would have held you injury. to it. Oh, well, wait, wow. no, no. Injury, okay, listen. injury or you mean would have lost. If it was an injury, I probably would have I probably would have let you slide. But if it was, if the, if you were like, Oh, uh, like uh, you know, you finished after me. Like if I would have beat you, bro. Oh, I so now, now he's clarifying it. with the injury. It's it's okay. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll see. May, maybe listen, listen. I'm not gonna maybe enforce the full thing. Maybe we'll do one day. Maybe hey, look, we'll I'm a man of my one, word. I'm a why, betting man. I'll, I'll, you want you want to see me in a thong, bro? Why don't be pretty? But okay. I'll why don't do you it. guys do this? You guys are so competitive <laughs> and still running off this runner's high and want to do this again. Why don't you guys train for the half? Do a little bet for a half, and then when the full marathon comes again, you guys could do another big bet. Oh, I'm for sure. I'm I'm already I'm already signing myself up for the half, the, and I'm hooked. The Brooklyn half is in April. We'll all be out there, and and we're gonna figure out some more bets to do. Yeah, no, I'm for sure. I'm going to get under. Mark my words. I'll be under four hours next year's marathon. I'm gonna train. I my I am hooked. I am I'm loving it. So, yeah, we'll get a little bet going. Dustin will be supporting you guys with a sign from the side. 
showing all the love. Also, I want to say JD did, he ran his marathon in three hours Dude. and what, 29 minutes? 27 minutes. 27 minutes. I'm telling you guys, Spartan God. That's not true. I appreciate it. I'm flattered. Check out his Instagram. Far right, from ladies, it. Check it out. Insane. Yeah, Insane. you guys can... I got a question. Who Do you guys ever get called the two Justins, like a hot Justin or a not hot Justin? Like who's... <laughs> wow. let, let's get, let's dive in. Oh, no. <laughs> you're starting trouble, Pete. <laughs> wow, Pete. We'll, we'll leave it there. No, we're not going to... We're not going to... We're not going to spill the tea on that one because that is a real story. <laughs> oh, we got a lot of stories. What? Can we tell... We have... Guys, I wish we could have a little camera that like... Maybe actually, no, we never mind. A, we, I don't wish we... We need a TV show. We need a TV Just like for one night. Yeah, the things we've done, the arguments, the fights, the bickering. We need our own TV It's like... It's... Stupid, it's but it's like a sitcom. It really is. Honestly, we find ourselves in so many like in like cases, like in situations where I'm like, how did how did this happen? Like, d- did we really do that? Why did we do that? It's 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 funny. get into um a little uh, dating talk in new york city from so the four of our perspectives well i would say this Absolutely. if anyone wants details on where geo's been here forever geo probably has the best places you can probably take somebody on a date i would say that for sure jd will take you to the horny ram uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, ladies, we like garbage food. Go out on a date with JD. That's his go. Uh, how many it. how many dates have you taken a girl there on a first date? To because guys, so the, the servers they all know JD now. It's hilarious. Oh, he man, takes a girl. You guys are blowing up my spot. <laughs> it's not a first. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, listen. I go there a lot with coworkers. It's right by our office. I occasionally might take a lady there too because it's it's just it's a it's a great spot. It's it's like a chill atmosphere. It's a chill. I I don't like over the top bougie places. I want somewhere chill where that would be it's not pretentious. Bouge. It's yeah. It's not pretentious. You feel you don't feel. I don't know if, when like when something's very pretentious and. And, and a scene, I just feel like the pressure is up, if that makes sense. Totally. I, agree. I just want somewhere you sit, you have good drinks. I know the drinks are great there. I know the wait staff there because I've been on a <laughs> <team> there. <laughs> and uh, it's just it's just fun and it's chill. That, that's it's not I, I I have actually taken a, a step and once that happened, this is the story was we went to brunch. Myself, Pete, uh, I think and and Gio, because I think Dustin was out of town. And uh, the waitress like whispers something in Pete's ear, and and then Pete just starts cracking up laughing. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> and, Pete, and she she turns, says to him, yeah, he's 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 takes all of his dates here, <laughs> which is not. Have you? Let me ask you this: Have you ever been on a date there with with a girl and seen another girl you took you took there as well? No, no, at a different time. That's never happened. Okay. No. In all seriousness, I haven't. It's not. It's not like I've been taking an endless amount of dates. <laughs> they know me because I'm not just saying this to cover my tracks. Because I, I used to go there with colleagues a lot. Because it really is right by my office. Yeah, I work at a bank in the neighborhood. Let's talk um, about so. Geo setting up all these expensive dinners when we first met. I'm like, <laughs> just oh casually God. going to the most expensive dinners in New York City. I'm like, Geo, what the fuck? I'm spending like yeah. 700 bucks a week on food. That's just my take. Like we are having these. Gio likes the finer he things. Loves, in life. He's There's so no doubt about bougie. that. Gio is so bougie. We can't throw that just. We can't throw that just on Gio. Pete, you, you're kind of in line with that too. I yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. I, I'll I'll own that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no. Gio was like whole different level. I think for sure. I think. I blame Gio. By the way, I blame Gio for 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 getting me so used to like these nice restaurants and like hooking me. And now like I want to go back to them. Not no, it was like catch date. Then the next day was catch. Then after that, we were going to the Standard and the Standard Grill and all these good spots. But hey, quality Italian. You know, he, he just he knows all the good take spots. Anybody and, and they could go hey, to McDonald's a- and order off the value menu. All right, like that's just not me. I'm not that guy. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it was great until I was on the corner selling myself for money. Sheesh. Spent all my money on dinners. Insane. Yeah. And we, I think, no, the, the funniest the funniest story with Dustin was the video you posted. We did that Tulum trip. Oh, and, 
and, and they and Gio was a big reason. I mean, I probably was too. But we like we 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 went out. We went all out. And I think oh, I don't know yes, if you guys we saw. We'll have to post a video that that Dustin posted. That was the most expensive trip of my life, and I was there for twenty hours. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually a great trip. So it originally was just uh, Dusty and I. That was a night, guys. That's a story in itself. We we pulled an all nighter. We had you know plans to go to Tulum this next day. We didn't sleep, and we just, we decided, hey, listen, we're just going to stay up all night, and we're just going to go to the airport, and we'll sleep on the plane. Oh, that's a crazy and Gio story. was supposed to come that's with us. Crazy JD couldn't, and um, so we you know Gio bless his heart, he's a great friend, an amazing man, but he. He's, he's horrible at time management. He, he was late for this guy. He's not good at time management. I was late for this podcast. He was late for the podcast. Yeah. So he, uh, he'll own it and we're working on it with him. But uh, he didn't make the flight that we were supposed to all get on to Tulum with um, together. And so we get there and we're like, we had, you know, another one of our friends and we're having a great time. It's a blast, but we're bummed. You know, Gio is supposed to be there. Anyways, Gio is like, I'm going to be there tomorrow. And so he didn't believe him, but he actually ended up showing up the next day. I remember I'm in a tent getting my brain speared because <laughs> in Mexico, they don't, they don't know how to gently do a COVID test. It's like, let's just jab it in there and, and make you bleed. And so I'm like recovering. I'm getting out of the tent and I'm walking to the car. We had a, a rental car and I see Gio coming out and uh, we, we meet up with him. We're like, oh, what's up, man? What's up? And then all of a sudden I see JD just sprint from around this, the van that they had just been dropped off from. And I'm like, what the hell? It was like the biggest surprise. And it was just a super cool moment, fun surprise. And we ended up having an epic trip and, you know, spent way too much money and, but uh, made some memories that uh, I think the money was definitely worth it for. Okay. <laughs> Well, let's, go, let's go back to this, to this or, bougie or, trip. Or maybe, so I'm, we, maybe I'm by myself on that one. No, it was a blast, and I'm so happy I Dustin's went. Dustin's like, no, fuck off. I was, I was literally, I, I was flip-flopping whether or not I should go. I literally was on my couch at like 9 a.m. on Monday, and there's one more flight at 9.45. I'm not exaggerating either. I was like texting Gio. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Book my flight. Hadn't even packed a bag. Packed a bag in like five minutes. Took a cab to the JFK, and, and the rest was history. The 24 hours. I think we spent about a hundred dollars per hour. If you do the math, <laughs> for real, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> maybe even more. It was, it was so fun. It was worth. I, oh, it was a blast. I was excited Tulum's to amazing. see you guys, but also I was kind of. I didn't want to see you guys because two days before, we had went hard, and I was like, okay, I need these next two days to like relax, just chill. Then you fuckers show up, and it's like all over again. We just rampage. I'm it, like, God. <laughs> Then after that, guys, like we we were beat, like we exhausted ourselves. And then coming back, I'm like, guys, don't text me for a whole week. I'm good. I'm done. I need space. <laughs> and these mofos are like, we land and they're like, you guys want to have a night? You guys want to go out? It's it's always that. <laughs> these guys never get enough. My old ass is like just breaking down and I always send them the <laughs> I am not even the oldest <laughs> I always send them the I am That's legend true. meme when he's like no yeah. no no no, no. <laughs> we we have like this like this I think this energy with our group that it's like there's it's I don't think I've ever seen there's never been a moment in the almost year that we've been friends where all four of us were we're just, we're cashed out. We were just done. Like there was always at least one of us that has the energy and is like the energizer bunny and wants to feed it to all the rest of us to be like, Hey, let's get up. Let's go out. Like YOLO. You only live once. You're only young in New York city once. It's only, you never guaranteed tomorrow. That kind of thing. Like we're always throwing these lines out and like trying to pump each other up. And it usually always works too. It's saying we, it's 99% him. He's the one for <laughs> always I'm amazed. I'm amazed at his energy. He's flying around. He'll land. He'll, he won't even put his bag down. He'll be like, what are we doing, guys? Come on, let's go. He's got back from a 20-hour flight. <laughs> Where are we going out tonight? Yeah. Hey, you, you got to take make the most of this life because you're not going to be young forever. That's the way yeah, you look at Pete's it. Pete's battery never goes down. Gio has a pretty long-standing battery as well. But when he runs down, he, he shuts off. You don't even know if he's yeah. gone. He's gone for two days. You don't hear from him. JD... <laughs> battery is very quick he'll burn down he'll be like guys I'm, yeah. he'll be like i'm guys seriously i'm never going I'm never, out again I, I really have to calm down guys like <laughs> no guys I'm, I'm serious this time and then like pete's like hey you want to go out let's go let's go let's go do this i i'm 
in the moment. <laughs> and JD's those, like, yeah, okay, what time? In those worn down moments where I just regret everything in, in the morning, I regret all the, <laughs> the lack of sleep, the drinking, the just being out super late eight nights in a row. I really <laughs> do believe to myself, this is it, like time to calm down. 32 years old, probably start sleeping like seven hours a night, something normal like that. Drink some water, maybe. And then the second it's like 5 p.m. hits, and I get that text, what are we doing tonight? It instantly, <laughs> it instantly. Get the it, 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 I come back to life and, and repeat. <laughs> but don't you guys, repeat. like, <laughs> don't you guys, like, aren't you thankful that we have a friendship that, like, like, it's not boring. Like, we, I'm, I'm thankful for that. I wish you that. Oh, so sometimes. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I wish you guys would well, just sit the fuck down and we no, watch a movie. A- <laughs> you, guys, you guys are killing me. Well, me and Dustin have uh, me and Dustin have built a mini tradition where we've seen a couple of Friday night movies, like a date night. We and, do, and yeah. That, that I we we that's like a I told we need to do that like once a month at least, just to make keep ourselves accountable to you know get a normal night. Yeah, in. yeah totally. Friday night movie night. Yeah, it sounds appropriate in New York City. It, it's oh it's, yeah, one hundred percent. Listen, it's guys, very we, we so man. bad as a group that we were going out on Wednesday nights. All right, Wednesday nights for my New York City people. Yeah, when we you when know, we had the Wednesday pandemic going on and there was no one working, it was we were we were just it, we were actually having a blast. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When you say nobody, I was working, Pete. <laughs> Not all of us are commercial pilots. That are, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, I, the first like four or five months, I wasn't working. I wasn't, you know, we hadn't been called back to flying yet. And so we had a lot of free time. But yeah, we had this place, Overlook, right across the street. That became like, a, if you guys have ever seen How I Met Your Mother... Like, I don't even know the name of the bar. The reason that even comes up is because we, right before the marathon, we watched the episode where, is it Barney is his name? Uh, whoever yeah, Barney, uh, Barney, runs, Barney. Place. Yeah. runs the marathon with no, yeah, just on a whim. And they're giving me shit about it. But anyways, the Overlook was kind of like our, our spot there. And uh, had a lot of fun nights there. A lot of good memories. We're lucky we're not dead. We're lucky we're, we're all still alive. That was a crazy time. That was a great time. It was a great time. It was a good intro to New York. A very good intro. Oh, yeah. But that is like our uh, McLaren's for, for anybody who watched How I Met Your Mom. That is like a, the spot that we go to. You know, it's like home base. Yeah, we, we had some good nights. Gio would, would DJ there. Uh, Dusty would, would bartend. And yeah, it was just, it was a good time. Good sports bar. Just good, good, good vibe. Met a lot of great people there. All right, guys. So we kind of got into a little bit, but then got a little sidetracked. Dating in New York City. Listen, you know, people, our, our, our listeners, they... They know what's going on in Dusty and I's life. Um, you know, for the most part, Dusty is uh, you know in a beautiful relationship with Katrina, and um, I am single, looking though to get back there. You know, in the game. What, yeah, what, what's you your are. guys' experience? Yeah, I am. What's your guys' experience uh, with dating uh, in in New York City besides taking everyone to the horny ram? <laughs> well, I'm single as well. Dating in New York is a it's a double edged sword because it's there's so many people like which is, you would think in theory is great. And it is, you, you can meet so many cool people, even just not necessarily even just date. Like we all met, I've, I've known these guys for less than a year and they're three of my best friends. Um, on the flip side, dating. So the, the, I feel like everyone has this, even if it's subconscious, has this feeling of there's endless options and it kind of gives everyone mm-hmm. a little dating ADD where no one ever wants to, no one should ever settle, but also... I feel like everyone has this thought of, well, this person's cool, but what else is out there? Because I'm in New York and there's 9 million people here. So it's great. I mean, there's there's so much to do. There, there's so many people. There, there just You can do anything at any night. But I feel like that constant energy and, and constant, endless options of things to do also is, is a negative in some ways because people just... I, I, I've always called it dating ADD. I just... I just that's a, that's a common great, thing. That's a great way to put it. I've seen, yeah. I mean, I, we're all guilty of it sometimes. It's it's not it's not just, you know it's 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 tough. It's, I don't think it's human nature. I mean, human nature. You're not. It's it's very almost unnatural to have literally what you split it in half. Four point five million options. Granted, obviously, yeah, not everyone's in the same age range and looking for the same things at that point. But millions and millions of options. It's like it's it's kind of tough. And I think yeah, you're spot on the way you just described that. I would describe New York like um, a box of Lucky Charms. And I remember this one time when I was They're a child, I picked up a box of Lucky Charms and it was all marshmallow, uh, marshmallows in there. That's New York City. <laughs> wow. I love that. It's a good analogy. <laughs> it's a pretty good analogy. 
the trick box. But you know what? I, I think though you can, again, I'm always someone I say perspective, right? That's such a key to life. That being said with what, you know, we just talked about, if you can find someone in New York city and you can truly feel like that's, that's something real, something you really, you really want to take care of and nurture and, and pursue. I mean, that's a huge telling sign in my opinion. I think Dusty can speak on that and I think it's all perspective. So while well, yeah, a lot of options, but a lot of good can come from yeah, that I as think well. It's all perspective. Like I'm 33. And when you know, you see, you have something good, you, you don't let it go. So it's just knowing, being mature, knowing, and it's experience. Like I've gone on a lot of dates. I've dated around. I've met a lot of girls. When we first got here, Dusty was dating. I was impressed. He had a new girl over every oh single night. Oh, geez. Easy, easy, easy. And I'm just like, Damn. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> no, but like, hey, you, 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 you did it the right way. And you, you, uh, you, you know, learning about yourself, what you wanted. And, and now look at you. Like, look, look the spot you're in now. It all worked out in a beautiful way. And I just, I'm just bringing it up because I was impressed. But yeah, yeah, I remember seeing your face. You were just like, Look at this motherfucker. He is, he, he don't miss. <laughs> this guy is on the he, 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 every, and every girl was just gorgeous. I'm like, wow, Dustin, you're freaking like, I, I'm just, yeah. I was like, hats off to the guy. He was, he was absolutely well, cool. What about you, bro? What about you? You know, I, I legitimately, I mean, you guys know this and, you know, anyone that's listened, it's been, it's, I tell everyone, it's just been such a great reset. New York's been the greatest 10, 11 months, you know, truly in my life. And, just being so focused on a relationship for so long before this coming and just not having that be the focus. And just, I mean, my relationship, I almost look like, look at, look at it as is like the relationship that we've all formed has been where all my energy's kind of gone into. And like, I haven't been focusing any energy into like a romantic relationship or anything like that. And it's, it's something I'm so thankful for. Like, truly, I feel like you guys are my best friends and friends that friendships will have for the rest of our lives. It's like, you know, who knows when we leave New York, if we ever leave New York, what ways we go. But it's been so cool for me to be able to really just focus on, on friendships for such a long period of time instead of a relationship. And now, you know, obviously I am, I'm getting to a point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to start thinking of, of that other type of relationship here. But um, yeah, that's, that's, that's where I've been you, at. You want to you walk the listeners through about your uh, decision process when you go out to the bar? And you, you're looking, you know, oh. someone that you, you're looking for, uh, you know, maybe. Oh. You know, it's Mr. Still Your Girl. Yeah, I'd, I'd really think that, I'd think that the, the listeners would, would like to hear Listen, that. Listen, I don't even know what you're trying to get at right now. Gio's got this this weird thing uh, and so, uh, a so, complex, so nobody if you will. About my So Gio and situation. I have the same taste. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just, we have the same let me taste. just give everybody a little preference before we say this, right? So... No expectations. That's that's really what it is. And you should really go out and you should date, but you should have no expectations from the person you're going out on a date with. You shouldn't look at them as the end all be all of existence, but you shouldn't look at them as just like a hookup. You should just go into it, figure out what type of person they are and see if they are uh, the fit for you. I, I, I look at dating in New York City or just dating in general as a giant game of guess who. And it's like you go out on a date with someone, you figure out, okay, I like this, this, and this, but I don't like this, this, and this about them. And then eventually you're kind of left with a very clear picture of what you do want and you search, you could seek out for that. But you shouldn't go into it any one first date sort of expecting something magical to come out of it. That's my preface to it. But getting back to what I was just talking about with Pete, I really would like to hear what your decision- What were you getting my, at there, my, Gio? <laughs> my, my pro, I'd like to know what, what goes into your thoughts when you're at a bar, like what kind of girl attracts you? Well, I guess, I guess you could answer that for me because apparently Gio and I have the exact, and I mean, exa- we don't miss in regards to like our taste and you know what we're attracted to in qualities in a woman and, um, and looks and all that. We, we literally have the exact same taste and uh, it's gotten us in trouble. I feel like gotten, a couple gotten, of times. Gotten us in trouble or just kind of just, you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it hasn't gotten Pete, Pete in has trouble. not got you in trouble. <laughs> not, not one bit, bro. Not one bit. I, um, hey, hey, listen, put up, man. Put up a hand signal if you want me to uh, continue this. You want me to just leave? I could just leave it there, you know? I'll leave it there, pal. <laughs> Listen, all right. Well, what's your what's your whole what's your dating? What what's what's going on in your dating what's life? What's going Gio? on in my dating life? Uh yeah, I'm I'm single. Until you see a, a ring on this finger, I'm single. All right. That's when you know that's okay. when you know that I'll uh yeah, I'm not single at that point. 
All right. Good, good to know. <laughs> good to know. Well, I mean, at this point, if I keep hanging out with you jabronis, I'll, I'll be single forever. I'll be left with. Uh, I'll be left you know, with you Jill. Know, you know. You know. In case anybody knows, you know what, Jill? Okay, I'd like everybody oh to meet boy. Jill. Hey, all right. You know what's? You know what's like funny, and it, it's actually kind of sad, but it, but it's true. Gio always brings this up, and like, it's we've all everyone goes through, which is crazy. So he's always like, listen. At one point, obviously, we're all everyone's getting older. We're all getting older. At some point, you know, we all, I think, no, I know, we all four would love to, you know, have a, a beautiful relationship and, and get married and have kids and have a family and all that. And with that, you know, obviously cha- changing over to that kind of aspect of your life, the whole like, you know, the best friend type thing, and you never, I don't believe you lose it, but it does change. The dynamic, obviously it has to change because you're in a different chapter. And so he's, Gio's always doing this and it gets me every single time. I'm like, damn it, he's right we got to do this. Yes, we're doing it. And he's always like, listen, remember that one time, you remember when you were a little kid and you guys were, uh, you know, you're playing outside and you're, whether it's in the, you know, the cul-de-sac playing baseball and, or whatever it was, riding your bikes on ramps, you're playing with your best friends outside. Well, there was one time when you didn't realize it in the moment, but that was the last time you were ever going to play with your friends um, in that kind of setting, that age, that kind of dynamic. And you don't realize it in the moment, but there is that one last time. And so he always brings that up to us. He's like, listen, one of these nights, it's going to be the last night where it's like this. And we're going to have a night together and we're going to enjoy each other's company and just the camaraderie and the friendship and all that, how great that is. There is going to be one last night. And uh, do you want it to be tonight? No. So let's go. Yo, they say <laughs> so this. Always they say me. this. Literally every fucking night. But one night will be the truth. I'm going to counter it. And it's like Pete. Pete always does this too. Pete's like, yo, we're not promised tomorrow, man. Like we need to go out. Like we're not promised tomorrow. So you got am am I am I wrong? Pete saying that you're not. Geo saying we're kids. We're not going to get to hang out one more time. Like. Try saying, guys, I'm not going to have a night. I'm going to just chill with them two in your ear saying this all the time. No, it's. I'm going to say they've been. It's the truth, but to play devil's advocate, you guys say it like it's imminent that this, where all of a sudden something's going to change. And because of that, we feel we maximize every night and I wind up sleeping eight hours a week. <laughs> that sounds perfect. 10 grand on drinks amazing. a week. And I'm, and I'm hungover and tired all week because of this idea that our friendship is coming to a close any <laughs> day now. To, we're all going to be dead. That's what's going <laughs> to... Yeah, yeah, that's what's going to... Yeah, because of this mentality, we're just going to die. And then, no, yeah, it will come no, to a close. No, no. <laughs> no you've been a little dramatic there, I think. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I love you guys. I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm, I hope, I hope, I truly hope that that last day that we have last night we have is very far off. Not even close. I hope it's like a notebook scenario where they die in each other's arms. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> it probably will, but we'll be at the overlook. I, I told you guys, we told you he's the emotional oh, one. In the yeah, crowd, right? I'm actually ch- choked up. And like, <laughs> we'll be, uh, we'll okay. be at the overlook. I'm an easy crier. Is that, does, anyone, does anyone have this problem? Am I the only one that just cries easily? What is it? Oh, no, I can get emotional too. You and I are very similar in a lot of ways. We, like we get in our heads a lot kind of thing. Yeah. And, like, and whatnot. Gio and I, honestly, I feel like all of us are really similar with each other in certain unique ways. I think that's why yeah. we get along so well. I don't well. know, Pete, yeah, I haven't absolutely. seen you cry since the show. You were a little crybaby on the show. Oh, I cried a shit ton there. you would so cry I got, so got much on the show, man. You would, they would love that. You actually should go on the show, I'd be called the cry. Would you guys think of going yeah, on the show? Should we get you guys on the show? I thought about it. I went through the process, and I was potentially going to go on a, on a season... Uh, but it's, I did get an offer for a new job at my current firm and decided to go that oh, route. Nice. But uh, never say never. Hey, I love that, though, that you, uh, you know, priorities. Yeah, you picked your job over it. Um, obviously, we knew that. But I, I want, I'll, guys, if you, if you meet, I mean, hopefully you guys have gotten a sense of who these two guys are and why we love them so much. But I'm telling you right now, the show would be so lucky to have both of them on it. Um, Gio. Yeah, I'm going to go on the show, pal. You got it. 100%. I'm going to go on the show. Just okay. so we could all be even. That's what I want. Even. <laughs> Honestly, Gio, you'd, you'd be the best. I think you'd be the best night one cut oh, thank you, eliminator. Oh, thank you, Do I sense another bet? Do I sense another bet? Oh, yeah. You guys go on the show. We'll be making bets all season. Damn oh, right. Man. You better believe it. Um, no, you guys you guys are freaking studs, rock stars. And the show truly would be very ha- very lucky to uh, have you guys. America would be very lucky to wa- watch you guys, you know, battle it out to, to find love. Honestly, I'm lucky to have friends like you. I, I just want to say that. 
friends like you. It's the nicest thing you said to who us needs enemies ever, right? Oh, right, guys. Where can they? Where can everyone find you guys? I know. Um, JD, they can find you at the Horny Ram. Gio, they can find you at the Spaniard. Um, <laughs> drop in there anytime. You can see these jabronis. They're on the Hall of Fame of each of their bar. Oh, God. You can find me at Miss, underscore unbranded brand. Oh, we're talking. It's, I really thought you meant location wise. Like, yeah, I mean, oh, I wouldn't have been Tony. I'm busting your balls. But yeah. No, I mean, but throw out your handle. Uh, I am. I have to look this up. I, he Justin, doesn't even. He doesn't, I think I'm Justin FDS understand. And guys, this, he's not just doing this. He truly, I guarantee you, doesn't know his handle by yeah, heart. He always asks us um, about Instagram. Justin FDS underscore. That's it. There you I have go. a lot of posts. I have six whole posts. They're good posts. And I was pressured, but they're good posts. I had like two or three for a while. And Dustin and another friend of mine, uh, Matt, told me I looked like a serial you killer. You look so like, yeah. I, 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 I don't want people, I don't want to look like Joe from you. So I decided I'd, I'd get six posts. I was told six is the threshold yeah. before you stop That's looking good. like a serial killer. But so, yeah, and you guys could also yeah, find thanks. JD at the track club, uh, Brooklyn Track Club, every Tuesday morning. Come run with him. Hell yeah. And, uh, and Gio, you said it, unbranded brand. Underscore unbranded brand. And uh, shout out to uh, Ladder 20 Division 1 FDNY. Yeah, big shout out to FDNY. Thank you guys for everything. Uh, but also, you guys, I'm not kidding. Gio is freaking up and coming, amazing DJ. Follow him on Instagram. He'll give you guys updates for all of his uh, upcoming shows where he's playing around the city. And uh, we'll obviously be there supporting him. So it'd be great to see you guys there. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us on. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.